welcome back to the morning news. Welcome back to the morning news. Today we're joined by leader, feminist and co-founder of the Africa Matters Initiative, the brilliant Miss Farai Mubaiwa. How are you, ma'am? I'm doing fine, thanks. And how are you doing? I'm good, thanks. Thank you for joining us today on the podcast. Awesome. Thank you for having me. <laughs> and just to get right into it, may you please tell us a bit about who Miss Farai Mubaiwa is? And may you educate us about what the Africa Matters Initiative is. Super. So my name is Farai Mubaiwa, and I am so passionate about youth empowerment, about creating opportunities for unemployed young people, about advancing um, women's rights, and most importantly, ensuring that that you know the Africa we want is an Africa of, of growth, an Africa where young people are afforded opportunities to thrive, and an Africa where we chart our own development. This then leads me into the work of the Africa Matters Initiative. Africa Matters is a youth-led organization which empowers and upskills young Africans to transform their communities and to change the African narrative. And we do this through workshops focusing on three skills mainly, and that is leadership, social entrepreneurship, and advocacy. We've been running now for six years and we have impacted over 28,000 Africans and the diaspora through our physical workshops as well as our virtual webinars. I'm, I'm really excited about the impact we've made thus far. And I think as we continue to grow as an organization, we'll continue to ensure that Africa matters not only to Africans, but also to the world. That's really powerful. And with that, you spoke about advancing women rights and a big part of your brand is obviously feminism. And can mm-hmm. you please explain a bit about what feminism means to Ms. Farai? Yes, sure. So the most simple definition of feminism is that feminism is believing that women have the same rights as men do. We have the yeah. same social rights, the same economic rights, the same political rights as well. And ultimately, it's in seeing the fair treatment amongst men and women. In fact, Feminism is believing that women are humans too, and that we are not substandard humans. We are not at all the sub of anything, but that we are equally deserving of various opportunities. So in all my work, I ensure that I'm promoting women to advance, whether it's in the workplace or whether socially or whether through the NGO work, because as women, we really, really have to rectify a lot of the gender imbalances and the injustice of the past. And Africa as a continent, we are young, we are female, and we therefore cannot expect to see any form of economic growth if the majority of our population opportunities are not granted to them. We have to ensure that if we want to achieve growth in our own continent, we are giving women opportunities to thrive. To me, feminism just means acknowledging that the power structures associated with patriarchy fall somewhere between unfair and unbearable for most people. And I've always linked feminism to females. Is that always the case? Does a feminist have to be a female? I don't think so. I know that there's a lot of people who have these debates and who say that women are the only ones who can be feminists. But I do think that men can be feminists as well. And it's important that we have men 
who identify as feminists because it is just as important that as women are highlighting the gender imbalances are highlighting the effects of patriarchy we need men to also be aware of this and to play their role in saying okay i'm noticing that these are the patterns in my workplace there is very much a patriarchal culture how do i adjust this culture how do i play my part to ensure that i'm creating opportunities for women to thrive so feminists can be men and women they can be african they can be american a feminist is anyone who believes that women are humans and deserve equal rights and opportunities earlier you spoke about how the africa lives initiative with gender balances and helps in advancing african youth mm-hmm. and it's obviously expanded onto a larger global scale how long have you been involved in the african matters initiative and what approaches have you made towards advancing african youth mm-hmm. so africa matters has been in existence now for 6 years and i must say we have as as any growing organization we've taken multiple approaches and changes along the path when we started africa matters 6 years ago at university with myself and the co-founder rian olivier it started off as a movement which was meant to educate africans about africa but the more we went on we had various supporters of africa matters saying we don't want you guys to just be based on social media we want you guys to do actual physical workshops on the ground to educate africans so we branched out into our flagship programs the youth leadership development program and the schools leadership development program we then had some other supporters who said we want to be involved in africa matters but we can't attend a 3-day program can you give us any shorter workshops so we then launched our africa matters the panel discussion series which are very much on the ground we also hosted africa matters networking evenings and then we had some supporters say we really love the work of africa matters but we can't avail ourselves in the countries you operate in how can you make sure that you are reaching us even if we're not in south africa or we're not in kenya so we then launched the africa matters webinar series where we get young africans who are experts in their respective fields and they educate us in a webinar about what they do about the challenges they encounter and ultimately show that very much solutions to africa's problems lie with africans and specifically with african youth and so we've definitely been very much adaptable to the changing environments to the changing demands and needs from our supporters and now we're a really effective organization that strongly believes more that africa's youth boom is not an economic burden it is an economic opportunity provided we upskill young people and we give young people knowledge that they need to transform the communities they come from that's really interesting you spoke about starting africa matters initiative with your friend in school mm-hmm. and how hard was it starting off a business when we started africa matters it was an online movement the difficult part about starting your own organization is that first of all you have to be adaptable to the changing needs you have to be adaptable to what your supporters or your customers want the second part is that how do you build a team that aligns with your vision that aligns with your brand and so we've definitely had various members of africa matters throughout the years and i can say now in our sixth year we've got a superb team that shares the vision that is committed to what we do and of course it is quite difficult when you in your mind know what this entity what this organization must do and achieve but there are various people working with you who may not share that passion you've got and definitely how you build a strong team is looking at do we have a shared why 
And are we willing to put the same amount of effort into realizing and achieving this why? And once you can answer those two questions with a yes, then you've got yourself a winning team. And that's what we've got at the moment. And that's really fascinating about how everyone can come together and work towards one collective idea. Mm -hmm. I believe that planning and hard work are key in the success of any organization. And I see that you do talks, you do speeches. I saw you on TED Talks. And with that, what does a typical day in your week look like? Oh, first of all, no day is the same. And that's because in addition to the work I do with Africa Matters, I also work for the Youth Employment Service, where we create 12 months work experience opportunities for unemployed youth to give youth their first chance in the working world. And so my day usually starts off very early in the morning where I wake up early. My partner and I have a very hectic gym routine. So we'd go to gym, we then head to work and at work, uh, bouncing from team meetings to different meetings with at times some clients to meetings with our different partners, ensuring that I'm doing a lot of reporting. There's always a lot of reporting happening there. Um, ensuring that I am, um, I work a lot Excel. So, so ensuring that any financial related information makes sense. That day usually continues until about half past four. Then I head to boxing if it's a Tuesday or Thursday. And then in the evenings working on Africa Matters and trying to catch up and also pushing Africa Matters in the day as well. So whenever I get a free moment in my full-time job, I push Africa Matters work. And yeah, cooking in the evenings and then eventually relaxing with some Netflix. Yeah, so it's very much a hectic day. No day is the same, but definitely days always present opportunities and opportunities to grow and to thrive. Do you feel that your work ethic has been a vital thing in the success of your Africa Matters initiative? Absolutely, because one has to have great and really excellent work ethic to be able to drive something that you are very passionate about. You have to be willing to push yourself. You have to be willing to make sure that your output is incredible, especially if you want to build something sustainable. So my advice often to young people is that your output is your leveling field. And what that means is that in any workplace, to prove yourself, you have to ensure that the tasks you are assigned or the work you are doing is executed very well, is executed excellently. And then he'll stop being seen as this young person in the workplace, but to be seen as this valuable asset that the workplace can learn so much from. On a totally unrelated note, mm-hmm. you spoke about cooking. What's your favorite meal to cook? Oh, favorite meal to cook. So yeah, at home we eat a lot of food because my partner and I exercise a lot. So we eat a lot of food. But say one of the favorite meals to cook would either be a burger, which is layered with a lot of chunk day foods. If not a burger, then a chicken pasta is always a favorite. You spoke about going to gym with your partner (laughs) and then you guys going to work. (laughs) And I was curious if he does the same thing you do. Not at all. We are very different which I think is what really really works about us he is a lawyer and and I work in the NGO space so we find that we definitely complement each other a lot because at times in the NGO space you encounter legal challenges and he's always there there to advise me on but also at times in the NGO space because of the fact that the work you do is very much about care so you always give give and give and sometimes you can't give too much where you're on the verge of burnout and having a partner that is not in the same space has been really great because in those moments where I do give too much of myself he's able to say honey I think that you are overexerting yourself let's take a step back 
So definitely the balance and has worked really, really well. And we motivate and encourage each other to keep making an impact in our respective fields. As a passionate activist and role model to many young girls, you obviously have had many interactions with different people. Mm -hmm. Has that helped in your confidence? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, definitely the interactions you have with people very much shape how you navigate yourself. They shape how you navigate the world. So there have been some really positive interactions with people, but also some negative interactions with people. And I think based on those interactions, you then know, okay, how do I deal with this sort of person in the workplace? And this is especially important when they are racial and gender and the age dynamics involved. So definitely I think now I'm a lot more confident as a person. I gave a talk the other day to a group of young women who are all engineers and one of the questions was exactly this was how do you build your confidence? And I said to them, you know, I do small, small silly things like to stand in the mirror before her big meeting and do the superwoman pose or to tell myself every day that like Farai, you can do it. Farai, there's nothing you can't do. But I think most importantly it's to know that you have to be in an expert in your subject matter. So if you are an engineer, which is focused maybe on structural engineering, you have to be an expert in that subject matter. Since I work within the youth employment space, I have to be an expert in that space. And if I'm an expert at what I do, I am automatically confident about sharing what I know with those who may not necessarily have the same knowledge as I do about this topic. A big thing that you did was you were awarded by the Queen of England. What went through your mind? Were you excited? Oh, this is such a controversial question. I mean, I think it was really a fantastic opportunity. What I loved about the Queen's Young Leader program was that I was surrounded by other young people making incredible impact in their respective countries, whether they were involved in healthcare or in engineering, in science. There were a lot of incredible young people to be surrounded with many of whom I'm still in contact with them today. So that for me was the biggest take home from the Queen's Young Leader Programme. In terms of meeting the Queen, it was definitely an honour. Um, although I think that it really highlighted to me how much emphasis we place on European royalty instead of African royalty. But also it highlighted to me that I would have loved to meet, for example, the President of South Africa, President Ramaphosa, or to meet the former President of Liberia, President Sirleaf. I think I would have loved those moments more because I'm very Pan-African in my approach. But my hope is that that opportunity would lead to to other such opportunities. So you believe that people prioritize other countries' leaders more than we do our own in Africa? Absolutely. I mean, Africa has got some incredible leaders. If you just look at how our leaders handled the COVID-19 pandemic, there is so much that the rest of the world has learned from how various African leaders handled the pandemic from the different lockdowns implemented to the very swift action that we saw in South Africa and in Rwanda to the low-cost tests that we saw in Senegal as well. So I think there's definitely um, incredible leadership on the continent. And that's why it's so important for us that Africa matters, that we are exposing young Africans to leadership. How do we define leadership? What is effective leadership? What is your own leadership style and how do you implement that? And I think the earlier we can breed young leaders in Africa, the better our continent will be. That's powerful. There's a quote that says, we don't grow when things are easy. We grow from when we chase challenges. And with that, I believe in anyone's journey, obstacles are inevitable. <laughs> and what's the biggest challenge you faced and what did you learn from it? Hmm. Um, I'd say I've definitely faced a lot of challenges in my life. Oh, there's so many which I can give you an example of. But I'd say 
for the context of this discussion, we can stick um, with Africa Matters. I think one of the biggest challenges of Africa Matters is that we have unlimited impact over the past few years. And, and myself and Shreyanne have invested a lot of our own money into Africa Matters. At times, we've been able to do some consulting work for different organizations to get us the money. And then most times we rely on fundraising opportunities. But it does become very, very discouraging. And there was a time last year and the beginning of 2020, where for the first six months of the year, we closed shop and we said, you know what, let's continue our active online presence. But from my involvement and from Rianne's involvement, let's take a break. And that's so difficult because when you really believe in the potential of an organization to have impact and there's just no funding coming your way, despite how many applications you're applying for, it becomes very discouraging and very difficult. But I think what helped us to both not give up is that we're both very committed to the dream of Africa Matters. We've both seen the impact of Africa Matters. We've got a great team who also believe in what Africa Matters does and see the impact of it. And also we've got very, very supportive families and partners, which is really fantastic. And that really pushes us to say, no matter how difficult things get, let's keep pushing, let's keep applying. So we now literally apply for a grant a week. And we've said, we'll get something. We'll get something if we keep on applying the way we do. You spoke about having good partners, both of you. And I believe that supportive friends and a supportive family unit around you can help in support of your goals and help with your vision. Mm -hmm. And with that, who are three people who have been most influential to you? Mm -hmm. I'd say that's a really, really awesome question. Three people who have been most influential to me. I'm really blessed to say that I have way more than three, <laughs> which is really, really awesome. But I'd say my partner, my mom, my sister, my dad's incredibly supportive as well when it comes to Africa Matters. I've also got really great friends who are also supportive. And when there have been times when I've wanted to give up, they're the ones who go and share about what Africa Matters does and to, to ensure that they're also discussing with their networks. So yeah, I've named more than three already, but yeah. Look about your partner, you guys obviously have a successful relationship. What do you think is most essential in a relationship? And what makes a relationship work, from my experience, is is two things. It's first of all, the communication aspect. So being able to communicate openly, being able to say, these are my goals, these are your goals, let's achieve these goals together. This is how my day is looking, this is what I want. So first of all, open communication at all times. The second aspect would be support. Couples need to support each other in each other's ambitions. I think a really huge challenge that a lot of young women like myself face is that when you're very driven, you're very, very ambitious, you sometimes are approached by potential partners who don't share the drive you have. And also because of that, who feel intimidated or threatened when you have got the drive you do and they don't. I remember I'm just sharing with my friend a bit recently that my former relationships, when I spoke about pursuing a PhD, the response was always, oh no, but I mean, why do you need that? But in my partnership now, the moment I told my partner Lindo that honey, I'm really keen to do my PhD. His first response was, we have to get you into the best schools. I have a friend at Harvard, let's talk to him about it. And you see support is so important. So open communication and support is critical to a successful relationship. That's the truth. You're supposed to be with someone who wants you to do better. With that, you guys are going to constantly push each other. As a person who believes in mm -hmm. empowerment, 
and who constantly tries to identify new ways to help the youth. What keeps you going when things get tough in your field? What is really important is to remember the why. So it's the why that keeps me going because definitely the youth employment field and the youth development space are not easy spaces. There are some days when I get back from work incredibly exhausted and I feel like I've got nothing more to give. But what keeps me going is the why. Just say, why do we do this? And we do this because we want to see empowered, upskilled and really determined youth whose circumstances are not at all limited by what they were born into, but whose future is so bright. And in remembering that why and in seeing the stories of youth on the ground who have been impacted by either the YES program or by Africa Matters, that is definitely what keeps me going. As an influencer and someone who enjoys helping others, what advice would you give to anyone who's trying to pursue a similar career path as yours? And I like this question because I'm often asked this. First of all, you have to know your why. I think what has really helped me very early on in my career is that I know that I love empowering people. And so that why becomes so clear because I then know that I'm in the care industry. I'm in the industry of youth employment and youth development. I then know which other organizations would love to have a person like me. So know your why. Secondly, do your research. You have to know what other organizations are out there. You have to know which organizations have got vacancies if you want to enter that space. And you have to know also what skills are needed to thrive within the space. I'd say you have to have some project management skills and you don't necessarily have to go to get a university qualification for this, but even just to read about it, to put some practical experience through volunteering and to do some short online courses would be very, very impactful. In every podcast, I have a signature question, which is what does happiness mean to you? So today, what does happiness mean to Miss Farah Mubarak? Mm, happiness for me is, oh, this is a very tricky question. But happiness is waking up every day with a sense of purpose and coming back at the end of the day, knowing that you've achieved that purpose. That's happiness for me. And with that, I'd just like to say thank you so much, ma'am, for joining us on The Morning News today. It was an honor having you and I wish you the best in everything you do and in all your... Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I really, really appreciate the conversation and the opportunity to chat with you. Thank you. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoy it.